Welcome to the Three Crones podcast, a concoction stirred up by three wise women to encourage us all to step into power and build legacy. Three Crones podcast is envisioned as an audio women's circle, a sacred space to get to know and to get comfortable with our truest selves. We'll talk about it all, mythology, religion, history, yoga, movement, nourishment, sex, spirituality, rebellion, and death, and anything else that wild women the world over feel an urgency to uncover and share. I'm Susan, and I'm one of three crones in the woods. What could go wrong? This is Virginia, and we're recording from Bethel Road. Welcome to the Three Crones podcast. We are so cool this morning. We have dominated the technical details of <laughs> podcasting. So we're unstoppable. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Are you going to read to us? I thought you were going to read. About it. loud women? All right. Great. Introduce good morning. yourself, Mama. Good morning. Here we are in this beautiful farmland of Chester County, Susan, Virginia, and Tamara, the three crones. All of us, by the way, have very distinct voices, so you'll know Susan is sort of the northerner, and I'm <laughs> southern, and Tamara, as you'll see, is quite English, so you'll know all of us by sound soon. And there's a lovely poem I want to share with you from We Moon 2021. It's by George Ella Leon that was written in 2010. It's called Some Big Loud Woman. I need some big loud woman to listen to. Orangey red, wild haired, her voice like a waterfall of kettles. Her head back, eyes shut, back arched to roar that music out. I need the brass and the bramble of her low notes, the trembling windows of her highs. Bare feet planted on the floorboards, green dress, a summer canopy. The wail in one line, a scar on the air. I need to listen to a big loud woman heavy fist pounding on my table, her anger fire in my hearth. I need the avalanche of her laughter, the flood of her truth. I need to listen to some big loud woman. I need some big loud woman to listen to. Aho. Aho is right. Isn't yeah, that true? You're one of my favorite big loud women to listen to. <laughs> I, will, I will say that I much. feel the same. I think it's cool to begin the conversation talking about why we're three crones and what crondom feels like for us and why we're offering this kind of virtual circle to open a broader conversation with women of all ages, really. And I have been reflecting on when I think I became crone, and I honestly think it's just in the past two years. So I'm 62 now. And at 60, all my friends, including the two of you, crowned me queen, and that felt cool. Like, queen was good. Queen was better than princess, that's for sure. <laughs> and felt, deser felt deserved <laughs> and appropriate. But I think this idea and the feeling sense that goes along with being a crone is this, like, complete, I am shedding 
all of the ways in which I thought I had to be a certain type of woman, look a certain way, behave a certain way, carry myself in a certain way, and all of that is dropping away. I literally don't give a fuck anymore in the best possible way. <laughs> like I'm just a heart bearing. My heart is bare. The armor is dropping off. There's so much less editing. There's so much more raw, vulnerable connection with others. And you know, I'm figuring I've got another 30 years on the planet and I feel like I'm moving into the best third of my life now because I'm more free than I've ever been. Uh-huh. Right? I, I, Is that I, I what Crone feels like for you? Yes, it does. I'm kind of anticipating getting to that a little bit more. I see it in the two of you. Tamara's the baby of the group. <laughs> and I was, yeah. And in a way, not. Like, in another way, I'm just, what is age? And what are the years between or whatever? There's no point. I feel completely the same age as you in another way. You know, we're not counting years. But I think for me, it is that being okay with vulnerability, being comfortable with the fact that we have no idea what is going to come next mm. in our lives. Mm -hmm. And yet we have this, I like to call it a beautiful suitcase. I have it in my imagination of all our experiences leading to this point. Mm -hmm. And some may call it baggage. And of course, there's that aspect to it. Of course. Could be. I, I, have I'm to picturing be. a carpet bag, like Mary yeah. Poppins some yeah. carpet bag. Yeah. There you go. With your tools. <laughs> All of our tools are yeah. in our bag yeah. and we can use them. Okay, yeah. see, everyone has that. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, some people might have a backpack because I see it a little bit like a suitcase and then sometimes I see a backpack that I'm taking, putting on <clears throat> and walking I don't know where. The path will lead. And the path has been behind me and it is in front of me and it's totally like susan just said it is an exciting adventure and i agree i see these next years ahead i have no idea how many there are going to be or how few but the adventure continues and it's exciting because i know i'm going on an adventure as opposed to oh, you know in our 20s and 30s and 40s you're just coping I feel like, oh, I kind of know how to cope. Mm. Now I'm going to live. Exactly. Chromedom for me, I, you know, I don't think someone like flips a switch, suddenly you're 60 and you're a crone. But reflecting on what you said, Susan, and what you've said, Tamara, you know, there was a point, 2011, I have taken a bunch of the yoga teacher trainings and this sort of thing. And there was a point when I looked around and I was 40 years older than everybody else in the class and I thought, fuck it, I will never be able to do a handstand, but I have <laughs> other things to offer. So the past 10 years I've been unwinding the fuck it's, fuck it, I don't have to do that. Mm. And feeling vulnerable and literally vulnerable in my body, but still being, I'm okay with that, I'm not ever going to do a handstand ever again. Yeah. But that's okay. There are other things I can do. And a vast wealth of information and understanding that I have to offer. So fuck those handstands. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Absolutely. <laughs>
So some of the things we're going to be bringing to our podcast are goddess wisdom, the divine feminine archetypes, herbalism, gardening, nutrition, wellness, yoga, how to embody and live through the elements, sacred ceremony, and being loud. <laughs> poetry. She's I was thinking poetry. poetry. <laughs> She's pointing to the book. <laughs> poetry. Symbols. So many things to talk about. And we love to talk with each other for sure. So I think that hopefully that's going to translate. Tamara, tell us a little bit about your cooking. So let's introduce ourselves in some more practical ways. Like, who are we? What do we do in our lives? little bit just like the elevator synopsis who's Tamara Sheen well there's huge amount of aspects but the aspect that I think I'll be bringing to this podcast among many is one of I'm a grandmother and there's an aspect of having grandchildren where you have that little space of separation that one didn't have with one's own kids and Also, I had a very close relationship with my maternal grandmother, which was really around food. And it was a very positive, very nurturing, nourishing relationship. And so my relationship to food came about through being like many people in my 30s, having had three children, one after another, being nutritionally depleted, not eating the right things for my body. And I went on a journey and discovered that I really needed to go back to my ancestral diet, in a sense. And that part of that had to do with food that was grown as close to home as possible. Because people in former generations grew gardens, ate from the garden. There was a farm down the road. There was the butcher, the baker in the village. It was all much more localized. And of course, here we are in this wonderful time, for many of us, privilege. It is a privilege, but it is now seeping in to many demographics where local food is now something that people realize we really need. And in a sense, it's a revolutionary act. And so I feel very concerned about not only where my food comes from, but the soil that it is grown in. Soil is a huge, hugely important thing. We also need a little soil in our diet to help our gut biome. So there's just all this food and ecology and environmental health of the planet it's all tied in and so you can't have one without another i've been in relationship now with csa gardeners and farmers for probably the last 25 years directly in the sense that i have worked in gardens never as my full-time thing but always in vegetable growing gardens but always as a side because for me i have to have the relationship with pulling up a carrot picking a ripe tomato in order to be well. Mm -hmm. And for Mm -hmm. my clients and for my friends and the people like my family, of Mm -hmm. course, Mm -hmm. my grandchildren, my children, to be well. And for many, many years, I'll just say this, I worked with the population of people who have special needs in many different areas and where diet is extremely important and also a trigger to some of those difficulties that they experience in life. 
So I worked for many, many years with children and youngsters who I helped to nourish and figure out better and healthier ways of nourishing their bodies. So that's a small introduction. There's so much more to be said, which will come in future podcasts. Uh, Well, you know how I see you as a big, loud woman, though? Yesterday, we just held a day retreat for women here, and you were our cook. And your food, everyone just gasps. Like, this is the way you announce yourself. Like, you bellow everything you just said in actually what's on the plate. What we're being nourished by is so beautiful and vivid and diverse and delicious that that's how you get loud. I mean, one of the many ways. You're loud in other ways too. (laughs) Like that. (laughs) I don't know. Do any of us have a decent laugh? (laughs) All of us. Okay. Hilarious. You're welcome. Thank you, Susan. That's lovely. Well put. Yeah. How are you loud? Me? So, Susan, I'm the only one without a cool accent. (laughs) I own a yoga studio and healing center, have been doing that work for 14 years, and it's been such a privilege and an evolution for me that has brought me to a place where more and more what I love to do the most with my energy is to arrange creative circles for women and gather under the moon or with a tree and really focus on allowing ourselves to be very elementally ourselves, be witnessed by others, hold the whole of our experiences in sacred space where there's equal amounts of laughter and tears. That's a birthright that I feel I'm just moving into with more confidence than I've ever had before because we know that all is half day and half night. So the light and the darkness are evenly balanced in our life experiences while we're here. But to know it and then to just embody some level of comfort with it is what I think I'm engendering in myself and then helping others to feel also. So women's circles, retreats, yoga, I'm a body worker. I love the intimate connection with others that I'm afforded through the work I do. And that's where I come at. That's how you'll know Susan from a professional perspective. What else do I need to say? I am a grandmother, six of them now. It's a lot of humans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big happy family and a ton of fun and a lot of perspective there. And I live in this lovely place where I'm really able to connect to the elements on a daily basis. And I feel that's really important too. So I know that we'll be talking a lot about those things too as time goes forward. Yes. I just would like to say that I think There's an aspect over everything you've just said that has a magical quality. Mm -hmm. That everything Susan does, it seems as if it just comes out of the air. I mean, there's a huge amount of preparation and forethought, but the feeling is of grace and magic. Mm -hmm. And that is something that we'll have to try to portray. I mean, she'll be able to in this podcast because it's something you have to witness. So Mm. hopefully many of you will want to come 
to one of her circles because <laughs> it is incredible. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it does come out of thin air. It does. I feel it's channel. Yeah. Magic. 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 Yeah. 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 Well, Mama. How well, about you? I don't have any of the sort of resumes like this in that I don't necessarily cook for a living, though I cook a lot, and I don't teach yoga, though I sort of do, and I'm a little bit of this. But getting back to the 10, 15 year process of the fuckets, I spent <laughs> the first 50 years. Why did you distract me with other things to talk right. about? I want to talk about the fuckets. That's right. Because the first 50 or so years of my life, and even since then, it was like a frenzy of trying to gather in information. And there are many reasons why I felt like I needed to, but study and learn and even experience this and learn about this. So, you know, psychology and woman wisdom training and yoga and Ayurveda and all of these different trainings and learnings. And at some point now it's like, okay, fuck it. I need to <laughs> sort of organize this and put it out for other people. So that's how I got talked into doing this. Actually, it wasn't a talk in, but... Uh... So we will touch on things like food and Ayurveda and yoga and how all that fits into women's spirituality and why that's a little bit different from, well, it's a whole lot different from what we normally have grown up with in this society because it's feminine and not a hierarchical patriarchy of yeah. God. So yeah. oh, we'll touch that. Yeah, we will. So much more fluid, right? What you're talking about, beautiful and moving and human. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I, I just want to say, Virginia, that I can't wait for that all to come out. Like, that's the book <laughs> I want to be reading now. Virginia has just this incredible ability to whatever the topic, she brings that pearl of wisdom to it. And I really, you know, really... And so that in a book will just be something I can't, I won't be able to put it down. Thank you. Yeah. We're each other's biggest fans. <laughs> Clearly, right? We are. It's yeah. so true. I mean, I think that's the other thing that, but one of the reasons why I think we might reach some people is that the relationships that form this triangle, this triad of women, the connections are special. They've been honed over a lot of years, but they're just true like they're just clear there's no editing between us we just respect each other we honor each other we can get messy together we can be quote unquote wrong together this is something that i think can take a lot of years not necessarily the years between you and the other person but i needed my 60 years behind me and all kinds of relationships to realize which ones are the gems and the ones that yeah. are really worthwhile. We're such a consumer culture and we're curating all kinds of things. You know, we're curating cocktails and artisan this and art collections and 
on and on. And I've heard people talking about curating your social media feed, you know, how you really choose what does feed you, what's nourishing, what's supportive, what's important, what matters the most. These are the questions we're looking at so much, especially through a pandemic. And not to be callous, but plenty of relationships that I've had and honored over the years aren't necessary anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. And we do, we curate those other humans. I think that's, I'm not sure everybody knows that they can do that, that it's their birthright to do that. And that the relationships you form on purpose, it's a foundational support mm -hmm. that I know I'm going to need in the next 30 years. Mm -hmm. Things are going to crumble, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like the tower's going to fall. Mm -hmm. and, and I want those comrades, those real allies next to me when that happens. My sisters. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 And that's what I feel with you guys. And one of the things about, I think, getting older is you realize, okay, we're on the back third of our lives, <laughs> hopefully third, but you only have so much time. You only have so uh, much energy. And uh, do you really want to waste that in very sort of cursory relationships? Uh -huh. uh, intimate relationship takes time. I always yeah. was irritated by this raising children when people said, oh, you just need quality time. And I called bullshit on that. It's not quality time. It's quantity time. You spend time with the people you mm. love right. and you care about. And from that quantity time, quality will fall out. Very true. You can't go yeah. to a five-year-old and say, okay, let's be high on quality. They're like... <laughs> Uh, you, you, need to do, you need to pay your dues. You <laughs> right. need to do I your want work. a cookie and right. then you can leave me alone. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. so that's one of the blessings of getting older, you say. It's just only so much I'm willing to do and that I have the time and energy to do. So you do start curating. Yeah. Speaking of time, I think we're going to end. I've really enjoyed this conversation. What do you guys have to say? Well, I think it's just the beginning. I do too. But today, it's the end for today. But I am so excited. And this is what we do, essentially. Yeah. We will curate a little bit. Yeah, because we'll this. have topics. Yeah, we will. will. <laughs> but we sit out on the deck and we could spend an entire podcast, uh, well, three podcasts, just talking about clouds. We this, won't do that, I promise. This was but. how three crones came to be we were sitting watching clouds thinking oh my go. god look at that and susan said someone should be recording this <laughs> so looking forward to more yes, yes. absolutely yes and definitely. so it begins uh -huh. and we want to hear from you so go to at three crones podcast and send us questions or comments or whatever and we'll look at them we'll curate those suckers <laughs> <laughs> and there is an instagram page too which will be updated and it's called three crones yeah instagram. at three, at three at crones three podcast on insta there follow us there we'll see you soon bye-bye You've been listening to Virginia McKinney, Tamara Sheen, and Susan Maddencox. We're three crones on a mission to stimulate meaningful conversations, to create radical change, and to provide a safe and soothing sanctuary for women. 
Three Crones podcast is produced by Stephanie Smith of Double S Consulting. Be sure to download to listen, check the show notes for good links, and follow us on Instagram at Three Crones Podcast. We want to hear from you, so send us your ideas, questions, and mind fires. Until next time.